0: Hey, how's it going, Rollers? Believe it or not, what you are about to listen to is, drumroll please, the 100th episode that we have been able to put out on the QPR feed. I know, that's crazy, right? We have come so far from when we were recording this in my literal living room slash kitchen of my apartment on a snowball mic where all of us were baby face, no beards to be found, just listening to loud cars outside. Even Alex didn't have a beard then. It was crazy. And now look at us. We've come so far. The amount of work that uh, Gabe, our sound guy and Alex and every member of the cast has put in to bring us here is just so awesome. And I don't know if we even saw ourselves more than two years ago ever making it to this point, but the only reason we made it to this point was because of your support and the listenership that you guys give us with. But especially, especially, especially those of you who support us on Patreon. If you haven't checked out our Patreon, this is a time where I'm just going to employ you. Please check it out. We have so much cool stuff on there. We have shirts. We have dungeons you can run if you're a dungeon master. We have cool things if you're an adventurer who's just looking for different things to sprinkle into your game. And if you can't support us on Patreon, we completely understand, but we really ask if you could share our podcast with some of your friends, that would be so awesome. We're always looking to uh, find new ways to continue to make QPR better. And it's only through you guys that we've been able to do what we have so far and that we get to dream about what we're gonna continue to do. So from the bottom of my heart and from everyone on the team, Thank you all so, so much for the support and for helping QPR become, I mean, as cool as it is. So, without further ado, here is our 100th release.
1: This is Quid
2: Pro Role, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world.
1: In the heart of Ocean Var, chipped from the very soul of the world, I, the Dwaynethy, stand sentinel against the evils of the world. The Dwaynethy can smell and therefore knows many things. In the last episode, the Dwaynethy knows that Koza volunteered the group to make breakfast at the inn. Johannes has superior cooking skills and will crush this challenge. The Dwaynithi also knows Solinar purchased new armor and sells his hunk of amber, a lesser rock. And due to a misunderstanding, Koza extinguishes a Genasi blacksmith and his forge, a mistake the intelligent Johannes would never make. But the Dwaynethy knows most of all that Gravy Boat seeks wisdom from the Marquis after leaving the temple of the evil sea goddess Umberlee. Looking at you, Umberlee, you dare boil your bubbles at the most honorable Johannes. You better hide in your depths, sea goddess, because if you rise, the Dwaynethy is taking you down.
2: So, Boat and Johannes, on their way back to the Silver Sea Manor, or toward the Silver Sea Manor, uh, are going to run into Solinar and Koza on their way out of the blacksmith's shop after, let's see, promised to buy some throwing knives for seven copper. A transaction I'm sure will save his family from starvation. I mean, that's the hope. Uh, but you two, but the four of you are going to now be back together. Uh, You are basically, it's going to be the stereotypical, there's like a fork in the road and in the market square and the two of you, the four of you just sort of bap into each other.
0: I pick up the fork. It replaces the one that I lost.
2: I'm so happy for you.
3: So what I was going to say, Koza, is that I, I hadn't meant that like his hair's on fire and we need to put him out. I was, I was trying to be like, his head is on fire, and that just seems to be his state of being. But I guess I wasn't clear, and then you were running, and then I, it's, it's, it's all water under the bridge. Well, it's, it's all fire under the bridge now, so I guess it's no big deal.
4: Um, can we just not talk about it anymore? Well, I, it's, only... if we've been walking for, for 15 minutes, and um, you just keep on talking about it.
3: I just, I, am just trying to figure out how we never do that again. Oh, hey, Johannes and Bode.
0: Look, it's a fork.
3: Where'd you find that fork? That looks in the. Really it was grody. right here
0: in the road.
3: Oh well, no wonder it looks really grody.
0: I'm so excited. I used to have one of these, and then I left it in our bags, back in out Aberdeen.
3: Oh God, don't remind me. As Aber- Miller Aber- Aberdeen As if Miller's port itself wasn't bad enough. (laughs) Did you guys just hear a bell? Is
0: there a bell somewhere? (laughs) An angel got its wings. Is it noon? (laughs) Yeah, I'm very excited about this. The best thing about these babies is uh, give them a little dust up. And look, you can get knots out of your hair.
5: Johannes, we don't have time to listen to you talk about your fork.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> Can you just do that the
0: whole episode?
2: <laughs> yes. Boat,
5: Boat takes off his hat and he's got it in his hand and he's like he's like messing it around like he's on vaudeville.
3: Uh-huh. Gabe's just gonna put together a loop of the butt up butt up up and then put like a trap backbeat to it. It'll be great. Yeah. I'm looking That's forward gonna, to it. It's
0: gonna be the first song he completes from the QPR C D. <laughs>
5: After, after Boat quits jazz-handing with his hat, he's like, so uh, where, where are you guys headed?
3: Oh, you know, any, anywhere but the forge. Something happens? Uh, nothing uh, Koza wants to talk about. Thank you. Okay. I respect your reticence. We could get into it later after he's had a little time to cool off. Uh, I mean, uh, settle down. Yes. <sighs> Well, uh, we're on our way to, uh, I
5: guess, the uh, the mayor, or the leader, or whatever of the town. Kindly old priest pointed us in the direction of, uh, I guess, the mayor's house.
2: I- I'm gonna be real clear. It's the marquee. It's a little, <laughs> a little higher than a mayor. <laughs> it's a Not much bit. though. Yeah, just only a little bit. Just only significantly.
3: Little, it'll be good to see what's showing today. Mm-hmm.
2: Why are you this way? <laughs>
3: what what what, i i'm not going to lie to you guys i'm not terribly excited to be in millersport uh i know we're spending the night here why are we headed to the marquee's place did we did we pick up some sort of like holy mission from people in millersport or
5: well i went to i went to talk to uh you know i went to meditate over by the ocean for a while after we first got here and i stopped and i was just uh, sort of uh reflecting uh in upon myself and uh, then I decided to wander over to this temple and I was talking to the priest at the temple, but he seemed like he kept wanting, to, wanting me out of there. Like he wasn't very welcoming. Uh, it was definitely not uh, the kind of church that's going to help you out. So uh, he actually uh, bizarrely uh, suggested to me that I get some secular advice and uh, sent me, sent me off to the, the town boss's house. So we're heading over to the
2: town, the town boss, you know.
5: So we're headed over to the Marquis Manor, uh, and I'm gonna, you know, apparently he's pretty young, but also he's pretty wise. So we're gonna pick his brain a little bit and see if he can't help me sort of uh, get through my my quarter life crisis here because I plan to live to be like 160 years old.
3: I ideally <laughs> would like to just go hide under a rock, but i I worry, I worry that if I go hide under a rock, then If shenanigans happen, I will not be there to either support us, get us out of the shenanigans, or advise against shenanigans in the first place.
0: Not only that, but all the rocks around here look really heavy.
3: You know, it's that kind of weight that I think I could use right now.
0: Mmm. When the weight of the world is too
3: much, the weight of the rock is just right. Uh, in a manner of speaking, yes.
5: Isn't your best friend a rock, Johannes? Whoa.
0: Yeah, I wonder how he's doing right now.
2: Uh, smash cut to an image in Oceanvar of a rock just <laughs> sitting there in the middle of the destroyed uh, Colosseum collecting dust, just being a rock.
5: Stink lines of long, long ago perfume vapor wafts off of it.
2: It looks like Spider-Man's (laughs) Spider-Sense. A soft breeze blows
0: some sand across, and slowly the rock is buried by time.
2: A tumbleweed just goes. All right. um, I'm assuming that all of you have been taking this time with your merry ridiculousness to get to the Silver Sea Manor, uh, which I know this is going to be very confusing. The Silver Sea Manor is controlled by the Celestine family. It was called the Silver Sea Manor before the Celestine family took it over. It has confused everyone, and no one looks at you sideways if you mix the two up.
0: Help me out real quick. Why is
3: this confusing? Silver Sea Uh, Celestine sells tea by the seashore.
2: There you go, because that's not terribly inaccurate. So... (laughs) As you walk up to the manor... The gardens of the manor are beautiful. They are well watered with, you're not sure, but it looks like some kind of enchantment on the irrigation system that takes seawater, desalinates it, and runs it through the gardens themselves. Uh, There are several fountains that are carved with beautiful images of sea creatures uh, that are just sort of constantly vomiting water in two (laughs) fountains.
0: These (laughs) (laughs) beautiful artisanal vomit statues.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you look at a lot of like old timey statues, it's a lot of like sea turtles just being like, (laughs) like constantly. (laughs) Um, The manor itself is beautiful. And for some reason, when the light hits it, it almost looks like it's made of some kind of like fossilized sand the way that it hits, the the way that the light sort of distributes around it. There are huge columns that hold the sort of looming archways at the top up. And it's it's very beautiful. It's very well kept. And it's, it's very thematic for being by the beach. Um, it does look fairly bougie, but we're not quite at Palabar Viscount levels.
5: So we can see the ocean uh, from here?
2: You can see the ocean.
5: Is there cake by
2: it? There is no cake by the ocean yet.
3: Is there somebody named Billy?
2: There is no Billy. What? Right. Wait, I, I don't get the Billy joke. Billy maybe. Ocean.
3: I was going to ask if uh, he would talk to me, Billy.
2: It's talk to me, baby.
3: Well, I'm not going to ask a baby to talk to me because I know babies don't talk.
2: Maybe there was a goat and that's it's... why he was like, talk to me, Billy. No, the <laughs> the lyric is talk to me, baby.
3: Yeah, but I'm not going to ask a baby to talk to me. Babies don't talk. They just babble.
0: Speaking of babbling, this statue's babbling a lot of water. <laughs> Man, you'd think that they wouldn't create the statue of a giant whale this small, just throwing up water into the shrimp pond.
2: Uh, as you look, you notice that there are several live shrimp at the base of the fountain that seem to have an entire little aquarium ecosystem to sustain them.
0: Man, they're so cute. Look at these little shrimp like sea monkeys. No, they're like, the, if you, uh, they're very big and they're shrimp-like. They have lots of legs and a few antennae. And also this one tell, is telling me to build a jacuzzi. Um,
4: it's what? Why does it want you to build a jacuzzi?
0: Oh, I never ask why.
2: You don't need a why for jacuzzis.
0: Is it, is this
5: like Son of Sam? Is the shrimp talking to you? Like telling you to kill? Is <laughs>
0: <Good God. laughs> like Johannes
5: God. Berkowitz.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah. so uh, you know i i think this probably is where the mayor lives right
5: i mean it seems it seems like a a fairly ruler oriented residence
2: (laughs) the guy who lives here is just the town baker he's just doing very well for himself
0: (laughs) i you know it wouldn't surprise me if it was the person who um owns the cooling rocks they seem to have like one of those for every fish that dude's really good at marketing.
3: I mean, <laughs> there's certainly enough money flowing through here, not just water.
2: God, Solonar's going to go again about raising his fist against capitalism.
5: Boat goes to knock on the door.
2: As you walk up, uh, as, as you knock, despite the door is huge and it, sound, it looks so like thick and, and enormous that like your knock would be kind of muffled. <laughs> but it resounds loudly.
0: It's a thick door that claps as you knock <laughs> on it.
2: Yeah. I'm just a door, but every time you knock, the clapping of my hinges. door hinges alerts the guards. So the doors open slowly and in perfect symmetry with that. <laughs> ee- uh, I'm
0: also curious why they've let these doors get so squeaky. <laughs>
5: The door pops open like a cork.
2: (laughs) No, it
0: doesn't.
2: (laughs) To a beautiful glass hallway. You notice that there is flowing water underneath the, like, really, really heavy tempered glass that you're walking on. Uh, Any rugs or anything have sort of been moved to make way to see the sea life that is, that exists and lives underneath this house. Uh, As you step into the manor, you are greeted by a human woman in a what looks to be some form of servant's outfit. Uh, Her hair is kept at her shoulders, clipped completely straight across and hanging in perfect symmetry. There is not a single strand out of place. She looks very simple with her outfit, but incredibly clean and meticulous. Her hands are folded in front of her and she looks up. Her eyes are very sharp and very intense.
5: What human
0: standard year does she look?
2: She looks to be in her, like, late 20s, early 30s.
0: H-S-Y, human standard year or hussy. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's her yeah hussy, her
2: hussy, though? Yeah, her hussy score is about 30. Oh, no. May I help you?
0: Uh,
5: boat uh, takes off his hat uh very very much with a flourish uh takes his hand down in front of his stomach and sort of bows at the waist <laughs> like greetings madam uh, I was hoping that you could help me find the uh the proprietor of this villain lair slash elemental temple <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm uh I was directed here by one of the one of the uh, the priests of Umberley.
2: May I ask what this is in reference to?
5: I seek wisdom, and I was told that coming and speaking to the Marquis would uh, would be the greatest fountain of wisdom I could seek, perhaps rivaling the great fountains of water on his property.
2: You are looking for wisdom from Lord Celesti. She kind of, like, looks down and composes herself for a moment. I... Write this way, please.
5: Thank you very much. I'm but a humble traveler, and I'm, I know not your ways. I'm following the advice of a holy man. So that's really all I've got to go on.
2: Boat, aren't you a Larian? What do you mean you don't know their ways? That's like... That's like living in Pennsylvania and going to like Connecticut and being like, I know not of your strange customs. I'm going to tell you right now
0: nobody's going to look at Boat and be like, Alarian. I can tell that's yeah. Boat,
5: Boat may have been born in Alarian, but he is a citizen of the world.
0: I also oh like the idea, because I thought for a second you were like, aren't you a Larian? As in, because he said, I'm but a humble man. And it's like, no, you're not Humbalian. <laughs> well, it's also,
2: <laughs> Boat is also not humble. That's not a character trait on his uh, yeah, sheet. But But that's why he said it. Humble people don't say that they are humble. You know, that's probably fair. Anyway, she's going to turn and lead you up a staircase and hang a left and go up another staircase. Uh, and then hang another left and go up another staircase before leading you down a long hallway to a grand room. In this room is a single large chair uh, with a gentleman sitting upon it. Despite his noble lineage and elven bloodline, the Marquis is built powerfully with wide shoulders and visible muscle beneath his Alarian finery. His head is all but shaved, his hair clipped close to his head and his eyes are like strikingly blue. His skin is a very is very dark um, and he kind of like turns to you and smiles. He's incredibly strikingly handsome.
5: Can I roll a charisma saving throw?
2: (laughs) absolutely uh,
5: non-nat- the, non-natural non-natural
2: was... 20 you are while you find him charming you are not charmed in the traditional sense um
4: what was this character's hussy score uh,
2: <laughs> he, his hussy score is gonna be uh, again he's elven but he appears to be like mid 30s if he's really young looking a very generous 40 thank you Absolutely.
4: He gets
5: extra hussy points for being so muscly with blue eyes, in Boat's opinion.
2: So he has in his hand a very like elegant glass goblet filled with red wine. He's going to take a long drink of it and set it down at a golden table next to him and lean forward, putting his elbows on his knees with his hands sort of clasped loosely. His and he shoulders smiles.
0: on his toes
2: when you lean forward and you're like, you hang your elbows on your knees mm-hmm. in, like, sort of the universal, like, casual bro hunch posture. Like, is that is that, like, not a universal? Is this just me?
0: Cash bro hunch bro?
2: Yeah, cash bro <laughs> hunch bro. Um, and he leans forward, he's like, what can I do for you, friends?
5: Well, hello there. My name is Charles Gravy Boat Barnes. At first, I have to compliment you very much on the decor of your home. It is not everybody that could get away with glass goblets and gold tables and not be called a pimp in every other reference. (laughs) Um,
2: Glass goblets are normally what you make wine glasses out of.
5: You start talking about goblets and gold tables and immediately I'm like this guy's name is Silky and he knows what's going down on the (laughs) streets. (laughs)
0: No. His name is not Silky. he owns two bears <laughs> and they're dancing on balls behind him.
5: <laughs> Starsky, I don't know for sure, but the word on the street
0: is. Oh, hello, my name's Johannes. We
2: were told that you're a wise person. Well, that's very generous of them. Johannes, my name is Listello. It's wonderful to meet you.
0: Is that L apostrophe? Estello? <laughs>
2: Uh, if you actually must know, it's L Y S T E L L M He's
5: one of LeVar Ball's other sons.
2: Hello. What brings you here to the manor?
5: I was, uh, I was seeking wisdom from uh, one of the priests of Umberley, but they kind of shooed me out the building and said I might be better off seeking wisdom from you, though. You know, even though you were... Young, they said you are a great source of wisdom and guidance.
2: If uh if Villien is anything to go by, she would call me a fool, but I do appreciate that my my people think so highly of me.
5: Indeed. Well, first let me thank you for granting us this audience. Uh I know you must be busy, but uh I'll I'll cut right to the point here. Let me uh let me ask you a question. Do you believe Now let me I don't want to ask a leading question. What do you believe the role of government is?
2: What an odd question to start out with. May I ask what this is about?
0: Isn't isn't every starting question an odd question? Because it's question number
2: one. (sighs) Can I ask what this is about?
5: It's about uh, getting to a certain age and looking at the world around you and looking into yourself and wondering if you've just been laboring under a decades-long misapprehension about the world.
2: It, I guess that depends on what delusion you believe you suffer from, friend.
5: Oh, delusion.
2: If you are concerned that you suffer from a delusion, then I wish to meet you where you are in your understanding of it.
5: I wouldn't call it a delusion. A misapprehension is something different. But, uh... No, I grew up thinking that government had no place uh, outside of maybe maintaining the roads. But uh, lately, I've, I've come to think of uh, government as more of a force of good. At least I'm, I'm tossing the idea around in my head. It's really kind of shaken me to my core. That's one of my foundational principles and personality traits, my view of government. So the fact that it's changing uh, has me stirred a little bit. So I thought I'd Seek some outside counsel, and I guess the priest recommended me to you, since you, as a representative of government, may have some perspective on this.
2: Allow me to be clear. With my position being what it is, there is no way for me to be free of bias. But I like to think that my position gives me a responsibility to the people. And if I am to be a representative of government and its avatar in this space, then I believe that it is the obligation of government to do whatever is best interest for its people.
5: Can you give me an example of something you've done in the best interests of your people?
2: Well, my door is always open to give counsel. I settle disputes that the populace are unable to settle amongst themselves. I aid merchants with trade negotiations when they are unaware of the laws of our nearby trading partners, such as Oceanvar or Talaire. I, I am a well of knowledge as best I can be, and my resources are the people's resources when it comes to times of famine or when it comes to times of plenty.
0: So this guy, real quick, this guy sits in this chamber just drinking wine All day, every day, (laughs) waiting for someone to walk in. He has these (laughs) walk-in audiences. So, can I? These are his office hours. Yeah, he's got—he's like got 17 bottles just laying around his chair. (laughs) He is plastered.
4: So, what? What are some of the things that are like sitting around on the tables near where we're standing right now?
2: Uh, in the so, at the sides of the room, which are fairly far away because this is a pretty large room, are tables set with candles, books, and bowls of pastries and fruit. Okay. There are pillars that sort of line the overall way and look like they're holding the ceiling up. You know, as pillars do, instead so, of just kind of hanging out haphazardly.
4: So at, at this point, Koza has wandered over one of those tables um, with fruit on it. And that, um, dinner from the restaurant was super salty just because, you know, that's what you get at those kind of places. <laughs> so mm-hmm. an Especially apple there. Especially by the sea. Mm-hmm. You get see an apple there. And it was like, yeah, apples are pretty, uh... Wet
0: fruits? I don't Yeah, know. they are.
2: Hydrated Is hydrating. hydrating the word you're looking for? No, yeah, man, not. give me some of them <laughs> are, wet fruits. are juicy and juice. wet. Juicy. <laughs> As opposed to the dry fruits. Uh,
4: yeah, so at so, some point in this conversation, Koza is going to bite into this uh, apple with a loud apple
0: snap. Yeah, and there's a nice reverb in the room. It just carries throughout yeah. the whole room. So,
2: like, in the middle of him being like, I believe it is the group just echoes through the room.
5: yes mm-hmm. like you're snapping into a slim jim over there
2: <laughs> a Gosh. vegan slim jim
0: just the guy just yelling at you just slim jim that dude
2: listello doesn't seem to really pay any mind to koza but you do hear like a loud wet chomping as koza, like knobs on this apple
0: apple's Just so wet all the time. How
3: long have you been the Marquis?
2: Since my father passed about seven years ago.
3: Hmm. So you would have been pretty new to the job like six years ago.
2: Yes, I that would be the case.
3: Hmm. Makes sense.
2: Are you all right?
0: Yeah.
2: Your friend is not much of a talker.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by all the things in this room. He looks over at Boat and
2: kind of arches an eyebrow.
5: Boat shrugs and just sort of looks at them sideways. And Bo- Boat mouths like, I'm the main character <laughs> at him.
3: <laughs> Sol- Solinar looks at Boat and is like, you can see the gears turning as he tries to read Boat's mouthed words. And then Solinar just like, shakes his head a little bit and it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go see what snacks are available
2: also as boat looks down for just a moment the water swirling under his feet go turns into my disapproving face before it fades <laughs> back into water
0: johannes does a deep bow and then holds his hand up like it's holding a trumpet but he's like doo, 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 doo. introducing The one and only two-time world champion,
2: Gravy Boat the Barnes. You have (laughs) quite an interesting attendance, Mr. Barnes.
5: You know, when you're famous like me, you collect people.
2: I see. Did you have any more questions for me? I, I, I wish to be as helpful as I can. Unfortunately, soon I will have to address a concern in the town.
5: It's, it's fine. You've given me a little bit to think about. Somebody getting the opinion on this, of somebody with your experience, is really helpful. I appreciate your time.
2: I am always happy to be as accessible to my people as I can be. Though, allow me to give you a word of warning before you leave. He, like, leans forward a little oh. bit further and looks very serious. There have been a string of poisonings in Miller's port. I urge you to be careful with any food or drink that is offered
0: like apples. Everyone turns and looks at Koza. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: so what kind of drinks are
4: on the table there?
2: Uh, it looks like there's a punch bowl.
4: So, yeah, Koza is like t- has just poured some of it the the punch bowl and is like taking a drink and like turns around and makes <laughs> eye contact
0: with everybody. <laughs> Koza, don't drink that.
5: Real quick, tell me a little bit about these poisonings. Is there any Rhyme or reason to it?
2: So, while uh, Boat turns to ask the questions, is Johannes, like, running forward in slow motion to, like, bap the cup out of his hand? Or? No,
0: Johannes tackles Koza.
2: Okay. Uh, Koza, are you going to walk to move out of the way?
4: Um, This takes me by surprise, and, like, my... um. I was holding the ladle of the punch bowl, like, over the punch bowl when I got tackled. So, like, as I come down, it catches the punch bowl and slips the whole thing onto the floor.
0: Yeah, it flips it over both of us. (laughs) And so we're just covered in punch. Meanwhile, Johannes is trying to CPR Koza. He's like, no!
4: (laughs) And Koza's, like, spitting out, like, every time he tries to... Yeah, there's just chunks of
0: apple seeds being (laughs) (laughs) blown into the air.
2: So as that is happening, uh, Lestella says, well, if we could find the source, we would already be trying to fix it, but right now we're just investigating.
5: Well, yeah, but I mean, is it like, is it to shopkeepers or no, farmers? No, that's the
2: concerning thing. It It seems to be at random. It strikes people of every class and job and race. There is no rhyme or reason that we can find
5: and you've not had any communication with the killer
2: no there have Hmm. been no notes no demands nothing we're gonna stop
0: it at its core cosa and he's like doing the doing the cpr maneuver or the chest pumps and then he's like a apple core pops up in johannes's hand all of a sudden he's like no not that core
5: (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for the thanks for the information uh, my lord marquis uh we're gonna head back to town now and not eat anything so uh, <laughs> uh, we really appreciate your time. I hope we run into you again.
2: I will always be here. Please take care.
3: Good night. You should um, you should check food sources that people share. And water. And make sure that other nations don't come in and extradite criminals.
2: These uh, are all uh, important <laughs> things. He sort of like perks up at the last one. What do you think that would have to do with the poisonings?
3: Oh, you never know.
2: Just, just in case, you know?
3: There's something to be aware of.
0: Johannes has picked up Koza and has him slung her over his shoulder. Yeah, Koza. Which is dragging a lot, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. given Johannes' height, like, Koza's arms and legs are just dragging along the ground.
0: Yeah. Don't worry, Koza. I think we got most of the poison out. You should be good. I actually have a spell I think that would have worked for this,
2: but you know what? We... We handled that it would the re- good old-fashioned way. <laughs> that would require a long look at his spell list.
4: If this was an anime, Cozy's eyes would be a little spirals right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you definitely got some
2: spirals going on. I, I do like that we, like, sometimes use anime or cartoon-style, like, effects in our descriptions, and sometimes we don't. We should probably just commit to the weebs we are.
0: cozy you're the apple of my eye, and I'm glad that you're going to be safe from this poison.
4: Uh... Oh.
3: That <laughs> is uh, I double checked the rules and it is Lay on hands. The spell he could Have used is five points of Lay on hands. Boat's going to become a paladin So he can learn lay on hams It's <laughs> so already, stupid Boat already does that. He doesn't need to become A paladin for it.
2: I am a porcine Sorcerer
0: A porcerer. Yeah, I have lesser Restoration Either,
3: either of those would work really Mm -hmm. Boat's going to take the log flume out of this water
5: palace.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's a log (laughs) flume that's just to the left.
3: Let's tell those log flume for when he needs to get into town quickly.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He employs somebody to stand at the bottom of it and sell him pictures of himself on the ride. (laughs)
0: Is there Uh, is there inside of the this water pallets? Is there any sharks with laser beams on their heads just floating by?
2: There are not, but you can see several kinds of fish.
0: I saw Gabe get real excited, but I don't know if it was sharks or laser beams or the combination thereof. There's
5: several ill-tempered sea bass. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) They're ill. They're very Mm ill-tempered.
5: My cycloptic colleague here.
2: (laughs) Don't worry, I'll make one of you cycloptic eventually.
0: Cyclolig.
2: Guys, it's not a good campaign until one of the main characters ends the game in an eye patch.
3: Until somebody loses an eye. Yeah, I was going to say, last I've checked, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. Then we get
2: to the (laughs) climax
0: of the plot. I was going to say, and then it's a podcast.
2: (laughs) So you all are led out of the palace and back into the town where the hustle and bustle of everybody is sort of picked up. Uh, because it's getting to be closer to dinner time in the evening. So it looks like all of the shops are sort of, you know, selling their last wares before closing up.
3: So to confirm, we did not
2: ride a log of flume out of the water palace? I never said that you didn't.
5: Uh Make your own cannon. Hey,
0: everyone, look what I overpaid for. It's a picture of us.
2: (laughs) I don't tell you if there's somebody doing like because char- there's no photography equipment so if somebody did a charcoal sketch of you guys as you're riding uh, down this log flume i mean yes. whatever you pay is worth it uh,
0: we're at uh, a dock too like we're we're kind of in a you know what i'm gonna say is a touristy area so of course it's a over like it's one of those uh sketches that does the overemphasized facial structures so it's just johannes like long flowing hair and giant chin just like sticking out mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's caricatures
0: yeah caricatures thank you i was like trying so hard to remember that word i
3: have i have multiple problems with this first of all there's no way that cost a gold second of all why do they always make my head and eyes huge why? It's always draw, my head and eyes.
0: I you imagine draw,
2: they draw Solinar like a kawaii anime girl.
0: No, they draw Solinar like a '90s alien.
2: Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I, I get the cloak. I get the swooshy sword. I understand all of that. Why the head and eyes? It. I've never made sense of that.
0: I like it too that it, that happens for Solonar, and the rest of us have tiny heads and eyes. Solonar is big. You know, man. hard
2: to tell you that you have a big head, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you had to find out this way, buddy.
0: Yeah, it's too bad you can't wear any of Boat's hats. <laughs> so we're going Fair back nice. to the town.
2: Yes, you're back in the town. Okay. Hi, town. I guess we
5: need to go to the inn then.
2: Hi, inn. Oh yeah, Koza, Don't you have something to tell them about the inn? Oh.
4: Oh, oh, speaking of the inn, um, we got we have to make breakfast tomorrow.
0: What th- oh no! The hell you say?
4: Yes. Um, <laughs> I thought we'd be perfect for the task.
5: Why? We're paying to stay there. Why should we
4: make <laughs> breakfast? Well, I don't see who else is going to make breakfast if we don't.
0: Well, I mean, at we- that moment, we open the door to the inn, and the saddest dog <laughs> you've ever seen sads by. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, I'm still not following. Are we getting a break on our room rate if we make breakfast?
2: Look so,
0: at how sad that dog is.
2: So as uh, as you guys walk in and Boat asks this question, the little old lady, uh, hunched over, wearing a moth-eaten shawl, walks over. Oh, it's that kind young man who offered to help me. I see you've brought your friends.
0: Oh, Hi, Grandma.
3: No, I just realized there's no way we can get dinner here. Son what of was a that,
0: Mother?
3: Young man? Nothing. Nothing. I didn't say anything inappropriate.
2: Yes, your young friend here. She like takes Koza's hand in her like soft, sort of gnarled hands, and 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 gently and affectionately and pats she says, his hand.
0: She says, "His
2: hands look like <laughs> this, so that mine can look like this." <laughs> Your strapping friend here has offered to help me with the inn tomorrow. He said that you all would be very, very happy to help me prepare breakfast. Sounds good, Grandma. How do we get this dog from being so sad? Oh, don't mind him. He just has the... He has some ache in his bones when the weather is damp.
5: He's He's got an RSF his seasonal effective
0: dog
2: <laughs> i mean in fairness the weather is probably always damp given that they live by the ocean
0: his seasonal effective dog sad
3: Solinar was gonna shoot uh daggers with his eyes at koza for uh four guilt damage uh but i only got an 11 which i think doesn't meet his armor class so i guess they miss
5: are her hands like Frozen in like a wrench kind of shape like
2: ah. uh, a little bit. They're kind of they're, they're, they're very gnarled. It's very it's very clear that age has sort of claimed them.
5: So if I needed her to nope. take the trap off of the Jesus. bottom of a sink, she could just grab it with her hand and twist.
3: <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. In <laughs> fact, yeah, that's I'm pretty sure not that's not how the how that works. opposite of how that works.
0: Grandma, what are we making for dinner? I mean, breakfast.
2: I was planning on aching a hearty <laughs> seafood porridge. Oh, you're making food. Well, that was what I was hoping you all would help me with. It's very rare that I have help, but the seafood porridge is popular and would really help the inn.
3: All right, let's let's do this. Boy, she really pulls on the old heartstrings, doesn't she? Well, if she could grip them with her hands.
0: (laughs) Damn. I know a place where we can get some fresh shrimp.
2: Oh, please. (laughs) Please. go to your rooms and rest up comfortably you can help me in the morning
0: sounds like a fetch quest i'm so- in
3: Solinar looks around at the group and he's like i don't know about the rest of you but i am not going to be resting very well on an empty stomach with all the traveling we've been doing i haven't Do you had- I
2: have rations you could eat yep
0: nope. we could order out <laughs> Hello uh, Poison R Us can I- <laughs>
3: Sol- Solinar leans out his window And he's like can I
2: get an order to go Doesn't- Guys guys I'm doing a door dash order on my Sending stone does anybody want anything
0: yeah. yeah is there any dominoes I was trying to make it like a joke Where <laughs> th- I emphasize The no but then I realized <laughs> That's just part of the name So
2: <laughs> Leave that in People need to know that we fail Sometimes. <laughs> God, I don't think that. Yeah. Yeah, the one incident where we this messed up time. on this podcast was hey, the you one guys. time hey. we
0: made a mistake. So we need to leave it in so people know we're human. What uh Yeah, the
5: one mistake. What's what's the Oceanside town's favorite fast food?
0: Red Lobster. KFC. oh That's uh, the that, What's a pirate's favorite letter? <laughs> I had, I had thought it was going to
3: be Arby's <laughs> Nay, it's the
2: sea. (laughs) (laughs) So you all go to bed unless there's anything else you want to do. I mean, we're we're trying to figure out what we're gonna eat dinner. Isn't there like a sausage
4: house or something? Like we could. Uh, Oh, honestly, I'm still full from um the the meal I had.
0: Oh my gosh, look, Slim Jim's House Uh, of
2: Sausage.
3: Well, I was gonna save this small bag of pastries for later, but I guess I could have that for dinner.
2: Do you go to bed or are you guys getting food? We're trying
0: to figure out where we're going to go, but nobody wants to make a decision. Everyone wants to defer to everyone else, and we haven't made any progress.
2: Stop calling out my life. Here's what's going to happen.
5: We're going to order some sausages, and then Solonar, Uh, you're going to go pick them up.
0: I'm not feeling sausages tonight. We ate sausages three nights ago.
3: Wait, hold on. Koza, didn't you go to a restaurant earlier?
0: Yes.
4: Um, you don't it,
3: you, you don't look very poisoned to me. Let's go to that restaurant. Well, it was really salty. Yeah, but, but salty beats poison. Uh,
5: okay, if you also does anybody have purified food and drink?
3: I don't know why you're looking at me. Like I, I could do some stuff, but I, that's not a remotely a thing I can do. It was a general question for the room. I mean, but you why looked is right at me when at you me said now? it.
0: I've got these things. These might purify foods and drinks, but I meant to save them for you as gifts, says Johanna as he pulls out uh, three nicely wrapped oblong things. Here you go. This one's for you. This one's for you. And this one is for you. Uh,
3: What do you mean? These might purify food and drink.
0: I mean, it'll make them taste better for sure.
3: Solonar says as he begins unwrapping.
0: it spices the blue huh. spice is for ham the green spice is for mushrooms and the scary spice is special
3: special you say yes i'm i'm genuinely confused and a little concerned by the fact that the scary spice is special i do appreciate the bottle that it comes in though like this little ghost with the boo face like that's delightful
0: yeah, and it's very red because that was the colors then I only remembered them because they're like the Powerpuff girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean whatever works,
5: man. And everything <laughs> nice.
2: Koza, whoop, whoop. Solonar, and Boat. Hello, boat. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that's horrifying. I'd rather oh, be
5: very Mojo Boat Joe.
0: <laughs> uh so yeah those are some some uh, secret gifts i have for you guys but now they're no longer secrets i hope you l- enjoy
2: soledusa
3: well well thank you i i don't know uh if these actually will purify food and drink my suspicion is that they'll make food taste better not necessarily <laughs> purify it
0: what's more pure than pure taste <clears throat>
3: things without poison in them is really what I'm looking for here. So let's let's go grab food at the restaurant Koza ate at earlier and Maybe go to bed, order something different, Koza, and then we can go to bed and then we can we can cook tomorrow. I guess or you can
2: sneak out early.
4: That's that's a total jerk move. We're not going to do that. Yeah, voice from the ether. We're not going to do that.
2: <laughs> the little old lady kind of turns. If you're hungry, I can see what I can cobble together for you. No, I'm it might your not honest. be something It might not be something as elaborate as my famous fish porridge. But I'm more than Did she like sort of darts tottering over to the kitchen. I'm more than happy to prepare something for all of you.
4: no thanks. I'd rather not eat a shoe. together (laughs) we should just end on that that.
0: (laughs) yeah I love that as an ending